Oh, here we are. Here we are. July 6th. Where were we yesterday? Sorry. That 4th of July really threw me off the loop a little bit in the middle of the week. How about, shout out to our gentleman here, Dar Golan. The best royalty-free channel I've found so far on YouTube. Everyone's like, yeah, it's royalty-free, but you have to subscribe to my Patreon and lick my asshole five times. This man said, no, take the fucking music, and it's good. It's fucking 80s. Let's go. Let's go. We're here. July 6th. This is a late night podcast. It's 9.30 p.m. Our time, 6.30 West Coast. A lot has happened since I've last been on here on the Bayside Report. I'm on Cameo now. That is fucking monumental. You know, we've just been grinding this shit away the past year or so, not really knowing. And I totally forgot. I applied to Cameo a while. I mean, it had to be over a year ago. And then I just got an email last week. You're accepted to Cameo. So you know what? It, it started off pretty hot. I got like six requests off the gate. One dude wanted me to just spark the Beethoven for two minutes. Another guy needed swimming motivation. He was going to Lake Tahoe for 4th of July, so I hiked him up to swim. Another late, another uh, person had me sing the Andy Milanakis theme song. So, it's been a great start to the cameo journey so far. Book your cameo at Garrett Bellage on Cameo. I do gender reveals, birthdays, holidays, the holiday season we're heating up. I just did a bachelorette party today. I did a little song and dance for a bachelorette party, so I could do it all. We could do whatever you want. Check me out on Cameo. But welcome to the Bayside Reports. We are here and we have news. Breaking news. We're in our news update right away. Right back into the news update. Cocaine in the White House. Who done it? Who done it? I could think of one person, but honestly, it could have been anyone. How many staffers in the White House are on fucking drugs? Explosives on the Zaza Oria power plant in Ukraine planted by Russia, we think. But Russia's pointing fingers back at Ukraine. But I, I think we know Russia probably planted the fucking explosives on that motherfucker. The, the, uh, the France riots, everyone. The France riots. Did everyone see that shit? It's fucking insane. It made the Black Lives Matter uh, George Floyd riots look like a fucking little kid's party. They were going. They were stealing Volvos, breaking everything, stealing everything. France is on fire. I hope it gets better over there. And the Moscow drones. I guess drones hit Moscow. It was probably Russian drones. A little self-sabotage to, to, you know, create some trouble. The typical Russian gaslighting way. We're going to go into a stock market report. Stock market report. I used to have a stock market TikTok where I did stock market reviews every day. So I figured, why not throw you a fucking bone on top of our news report. The Dow tumbles despite hot U.S. job market reporting. Apple's up 48 cents to $191.80 a share. But the S&P 500 is down $3.47 to $439.66 a share. That was your news and stock update here on the Bayside Report. Sponsored by Folgers Coffee. It's good shit. It's pretty reasonable too. Priced. Welcome to the Bayside Report. I had Spanish lessons tonight, guys. I tell you what, I was going to... It was until about 7.30 I had the Spanish lessons. I was about to hit the hit the record button right after I put down the computer with Victor, but I was a little mind-fucked for a little bit. It's been hard. And these lessons, they're 
they really don't speak to you in English very minimally. And he's, he's there rattling off. And I, I just, I'm at the phase where I'm still picking up words and I'm piecing it together. But some things when you speak really fast, it's still hard. And it's been a good journey though. I'm trying to stay consistent and study seven days a week, got lessons one day a week. We got twice a, twice a week next week, 4th of July. I hope everyone had a good 4th of July. 4th of, uh, 4th of July was good here. Not really a whole lot to report. I've, it's a very up and down holiday for me. I've had some fucking epic 4th of Julys and I've had some really pretty lame 4th of Julys. So this year, I, you know, I woke up early. I woke up at 7 a.m., hit a lift at 8, had coffee for an hour. So you're looking around 9 a.m. I was like, all right, let's head down to the beach, maybe hit a quick paddleboard. I get in the beach area. It's about a 40-minute drive. I'm there at 940 in the beach area, 940, 945, 10 a.m. And it's already a very, uh, oh, we got a fucking horn going on outside. I don't know, some some kind of Mexican horn playing on the street. But it's obviously already very touristy. So I go down there to rent a paddleboard. You can't even park. 10 a.m., 9.50, 10 a.m., 4th of July morning. It's already It was already packed. So it was pretty much, all right, this ain't going to work. So I, you know thought ahead I was going to also edit videos and you know write and stuff so I just head right to St. Pete and I edit shorts for the whole day so it ended up being a nice relaxed 4th of July laid back but I've had 4th of July's oh the one at my house my parents were away so I you know I had a little party this is probably right the summer after senior year of high school which is a great summer for anyone you know it's the summer you're really letting loose before you start your your journey into adulthood but we put an M80 in, inside a shoe, inside a uh, paper towel <laughs> roll out. Once again, I don't know the logic, and I didn't do it. One of my friends plotted the paper towel M80 bomb inside a shoe in my woods. He's like, I won't be loud. I was like, all right, I don't give a fuck, dude. Go light it. <laughs> Little did I know it was, it was like a mortar. It's like a mortar going off, so my neighbor banging on the fucking door you motherfucker are you fucking kidding me my kids are sleeping in the fucking house are you fucking serious the whole neighborhood lights dogs oh it was horrible sirens the police didn't show up but i think i i literally set the whole hopewell township pennsylvania alarm they they didn't know what to do threads has everyone heard about threads threads it just came out of nowhere yesterday i'm sitting on the couch here scratching my ass watching uh the, La, the Rosa of Guadalupe. It's one of the shows I've been watching to learn Spanish. But my one friend's like, who's on threads? Are you a threadhead? I was like, oh, is this something about being a sneakerhead or a, a a clothing, a fashion? I thought it was a fashion term. I was like, oh, is that like a new fashion? Is that like a, uh, what's that one website where they all went? Zara or no, what? not Zara. Shein, when they all went to the Shein factory and they're, it was very cringy. But it kind of reminded me of that. I was like, oh, is this like a new Shein? But no. It's a new Twitter Instagram. It's a Twitter Instagram hybrid. They just ripped it off. And Twitter's already suing them back. Twitter's like, nah, this shit is not going to fly. And I downloaded it. And it's kind of, I feel like I'm on a LinkedIn. Like, I feel like I'm on a LinkedIn Twitter. Everyone's super fucking PC. It seems like a PC. And, And listen, this is not a tirade here. But with Twitter, and I know everyone's pissed about the usage limit. But if you're on Twitter that much, come on. 
We all have jobs. We have shit to do. You shouldn't really be on Twitter that much. So the usage limit, I think, is over is overplayed for the common Twitter usager that should have a life. But I'm not feeling the threats. And I'm on it. I'm doing some promotion. I'm promoting the cameo, of course. You know, we do weddings. We do birthdays. Fantasy football leagues. We do gender reveals. We do it all. So I'm promoting my cameo on there for the people that might need a cameo. But... I don't like the feel of the threads. And it's all—it's kind of fucking corny right now. It, you just got everyone tweeting, Oh, welcome to threads. Oh, am I, am I lost? Oh, where am I? Oh, you know, just making some stupid fucking jokes. And that's all you're seeing right now. Everyone's just trying to capitalize on the new platform, making corny fucking jokes, trying to get some attention. And is it going to last? I don't know. I, I really don't see the threads ha- having much... Uh, traction long term i think twitter will hold up twitter is just the fucking playground i mean maybe people who want that pc twitter experience on threads they'll get it but you know what twitter is twitter twitter is home twitter is where i belong what else is going on i've been watching a lot of ocean gopro videos oh wait i didn't really even talk about fourth of july so yeah i fucking went tried to kayak but then I just went and edited videos instead and had a relaxed kind of day but I was just watching the the history channel will suck you in sometimes I haven't been sucked in I really don't watch television anymore but I was just enthralled they just had this history the the history of really the American spirit and it started with the hot dog and Oscar Meyer he was like the old uncle kind of running the show i I don't really remember what year this is my rendition this is our history lesson here on the bayside report so oscar meyer you know he's doing good the sausages were coming along i think we're in like the 1920s to 30s to maybe 40s range right now and he's barbecuing wasn't really a thing outdoor grills were very you know for the wealthy they weren't really for the common man so he had this he had this nephew and I can't, I think his name was Carl Meyer and he he uh he revolutionized he's like we need to get a car we need to get a wiener mobile so they get a big hot dog mobile and that just drives sales to the roof i think it said like 2000% sales increase the next year from when the wiener mobile started driving around because advertising wasn't a thing back then and you got to think advertising was probably just on the side of buildings or newspaper there was a fucking hot dog car driving around. People lost their minds. Lost their minds. You know, advertising is everywhere now. You have the Goodyear blimp. Signs. You got down here, you got people towing electronic signs. And they're, you know, you could advertise on there. Might be an idea for the Bayside Report. But the hot dog car, the Oscar Mayer hot dog car really revolutionized the, I think, marketing as a, as a whole for america but carl meyer didn't tell oscar meyer he was he bought the car like he he went took the money and said hey by the way <laughs> i bought this fucking hot dog car and oscar meyer was outra- outraged at first but then obviously it, the bet paid off and then the next thing that the hot dog business was worried about was the hot dog packaging they're like what the how the fuck are we gonna package these hot dogs because they used to you know they roll them up in the end it's like a long string you see in the cartoons, that was the OG way. But Oscar Meyer's like, we need a more efficient 
we need to sell hot dogs. We need to sell large volume, volume hot dogs. We need to pack these fucking trucks with ice and hot dogs and make sales. So they took it. And this is how World War II, we're going to get to the grill in a second and how that helped. This is how World War II and the industrialization of America, I think, really just sprung us the fuck forward. This is an example of it. I'm sure there's millions of examples, but they replicated how they were packing bullets, how they were packing ammunition. And I think they call it the bullet pack, the hot dog. It's the bullet pack. It's like, you know, you got five hot dogs on the top, five on the bottom, packed, sealed in. That's how the ammunition was packed similarly, kind of the, you know, same way. Bingo. Look at that. Oscar Mayer, boom, to the moon, to the fucking moon. So that's the hot dog story. And then there's the, uh, there was the grill story. The dude from Weber, Weber Grills. He was where they were, they were buoy manufacturers or a marine, marine metal workers. They worked on buoys and I think ship parts. And this, this is when the hot dogs started getting mainstream and they had grills. They had grills, but the grills were shitty. You know, it was very hard to control the temperature, the charcoal, you know, it was hard to control it. So this Weber guy, I don't remember his first name, but he's in the backyard just trying to think of ideas, thinking of those ideas. And he, uh, he takes his buoys, his buoy parts, and he builds his grill and he's tinkering with it. He's fucking up. He's failing, getting laughed at by everyone. But eventually Weber boy comes on through. And makes the perfect grill and he puts this little spinner on the side with air holes so you can control the temperature of the charcoal and get that nice charcoal taste in your fucking hot dog or hamburger. What an American innovator. So I'm sitting here on the couch, 4th of July night, just enthralled with this display. And that's the spirit we got to have. You just, no matter what, no matter where you start, you just got to keep going. And then they did a beer one. It was like Schlitz beer in Milwaukee and PBR. They were selling beer to the Civil War soldiers. I really didn't get a whole thing on that, but I know eventually Schlitz got sold to PBR in 2000, so 130 years later. Got sold to his competition. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyways, moving on. Fourth of July. Good holiday. Happy birthday, America. Been watching a lot of ocean gopro videos people just chucking those fucking gopros down in the bottom of the ocean seeing sharks turtles barracuda all kinds of fish so i think i have this gopro right here here it is and i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm just gonna take this shit and uh tie it tie a huge rope on the end and just drop it down the ocean see what we get we're gonna post on youtube hopefully we see the gulf the Gulf's kind of, you're going to see fish, but you're not going to see sharks. You know, I want to see sharks. You might see a shark in the bay, but the water's a little murky, pretty brackish. So the visibility there is not the best, but I'll drop the GoPro a few places and see what looks good. I was on Instagram. I saw this Tourette's barber, a barber with Tourette's, and I was blown the fuck away. I was blown away. I was a fan right away because of just, uh, I don't know. He, he really, he didn't give a fuck that he had Tourette's, but here's what he, he was in England, by the way, his patient, not his patient, his uh, client had Tourette's too, this little like 10 year old kid, and, you know, they're talking, they're just having small talk about their Tourette's and, you know, different tics, and then one, ass eater, ass eater, fuck nugget, fuck nugget, you know, and they're just, they're spazzing off, and he's like, you get fucked in the ass, you get fucked in the ass, he's like getting his haircut, and I'd be, there was like, 
other barbers, obviously, in the building. They're in the background howling. Imagine working with that all day, a Tourette's barber. It's a free comedy show. And I definitely would let him cut my hair. Because I we talked about on prior episodes how the haircutting you know experience has not been great so far. We're still on the journey to find our you know a true good uh, hairstylist. So maybe a Tourette's barber because it's comedy, and I think that keeps you on your fucking toes. It makes you more focused. But they were roasting each other, just saying, and but then they they'd pow together and just bullshit. And then it would be a, you couldn't tell if they were actually laughing at the ticks, if they were joking with each other or if it was a tick. It was pretty dope. Pretty cool stuff. So yeah, we need to um, promote that. And, you know, if you have Tourette's, I, I couldn't imagine, especially even having a kid with Tourette's, but if I had Tourette's, it would be embarrassing. But he, he did, the barber did say you get the Tourette's card and that kind of is your uh, G pass. If you say you're on the train, you call a lady a dick liquor, you know, at least you got the G pass. You got the uh, Tourette's card. You'll be fine. All right, everyone, we're going to, what should we round out with? I got a few things written down here. One of them, I don't know if I should talk about, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, here we go. This is a little, this is PC mass migration, mass migration in the U S domestic here at home. It's been going on since I guess COVID, it really accelerated it. But I saw Universal Studios is moving to Frisco, Texas, which I believe is in the outskirts of Dallas, Fort Worth, North Texas area. How are those Californians going to adjust to Texas? And how have they adjusted to Austin already? I, I honestly say I feel like personally it's been hard for them. I don't know how a Californian that's used to the coast, the mountains, moves to Texas in 110 degree weather. I believe it's rolling hills, but it's relatively flat how are they adjusting? You know, I just want to know how it's going because that's been a trend for a while now. And I was in California last summer. My family lives in Orange County. I was talking to people. I met at least six or seven people that said they were moving to Texas from California. So we got to check in on those people. If you are a Bayside Report listener and you're a former Californian living in Texas, tell us your story. Tell us how the fuck it's been going. But yeah, I, I guess they're moving the film industry to Texas now. I mean, the comedy industry... Rogan, Rogies, as the as the Matt and Shane fellas would say, Rogies pretty much moved moved them all there. You know, he pretty much just started that influence. But I feel like people are going. I feel like Theo Vaughn went to Nashville. He's not in L.A. and I feel like everyone's just going everywhere. You know, going to their own places. But there's really kind of freedom now, and I guess the L.A. scene has changed a lot. This guy made a video. On tic- some dude on TikTok, some New Yorker. Um, it was like the New York Tampa map, and I got to pull up a map just so I can see what I'm looking at because this guy, this guy couldn't have been more wrong. He made this, he made this uh, map that he drew on, and this is probably going to be a short on YouTube, and I'll do the same thing just to prove a point. And TikTok, I'll put it on TikTok. So I'm looking at a map right now, of Tampa Bay. So he said the whole mainland of Tampa Bay. Like, he split the south into, like, Hyde Park. He's like, oh, this is Manhattan. This is Long... Uh, East Tampa's Long Island. I'm like, nah, hold on. Hold the fuck on, buddy. And then he said St. Pete was, like, Brooklyn. I'm like, what the... What is this shit? What is... No. No, it's not. It's not It's not any of that. If we're talking about where people are moving or the area in general, the influence, you couldn't be more wrong. Here's how it goes. So pull up... 
if you're listening at home, pull up a map of Tampa Bay. I'll walk it through with you. So you're looking at Tampa. You're looking at the South Peninsula, Sun Bay South. This whole area is New York and New England, especially the University of Tampa, where most of the students are from New York, New England, Massachusetts. It's, that's the New York hub. I'd say it's a New York hub. You got dashes of Midwest and, of course, all over the place, locals, Cubans, you know, whatever the fuck you could think of. Hondurans, huge Honduran community. But that's mainly that. But here's the thing. Once you cross over the bridge, you're looking at Clearwater, Dunedin area. Now the game changes a little bit. Clearwater, especially where I live by the Philly Spring Training, that's all Philly's area. All Phillies. For the most part, you do have sprinkles in New York and all over the place. Like I said, it's all over the place. But you have predominant groups. So if we head over to Dunedin, which is a little bit north of Clearwater, and down there you just have a bunch of, you have Tom Cruise and a bunch of fucking creeps, Scientologists, stay out, you know, stay out of the downtown area. The beach is fine. Dunedin though, that's, that's Canada. That's Toronto, Canada. That's, and that stretches from north, you know, Pinellas to Oldsmar to even West Chase back in Hillsborough. That is a lot of Canadian influence there along with, like I said, Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota. So now we're going to go down to St. Pete. From my personal experience, St. Pete could be whatever the fuck you want. I mean, it's just a total melting pot. It's a complete melting pot. You're going to have, you know, the New York, the Massachusetts, whatever. But once again, I find, I found in St. Pete the biggest, you know, expat area from is the Midwest. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Ohio, Iowa. To the book. So whoever made that TikTok about the whole entire Pinellas and Hillsboro being all different boroughs of New York, I got news for you, buddy. It's just pretty much Tampa, Hillsboro, the Yankee Spring Training. That is the New York stronghold of the area. So there you go. Um, and I think that's it, guys. The Bayside Report. We're here. We're back. Sloppy episode, but it's late. It's 10 o'clock. Most of the people are watching The Fucking Bachelorette by now. The Bachelor, 90 Day Fiance. If you're on the West Coast, maybe you're just making dinner. You're smoking a beef brisket. But that's all we really got for you tonight. It's the weekend. Again, how about these short fucking weeks? I love them. Can't go wrong. I'm going on a boat. I'm going. I'm on a boat, and it's going fast, and... I'm going on a fucking boat Saturday. I'm golfing. I'm starting a golf league. I joined this golf league with a bunch of fellas. I found it on Reddit, so should be a good time. There's about 30 people in it. Gives me something else to add to the schedule. But it's just business is business here. We show up. I don't know if anyone listens to the New York Tongue out. Business is business. Business business. Business But it is. Business is business. Uh, we just keep grinding. We'll show up here every week. And cameo. Looking for a gender reveal video, a present for your fucking daughter, a present for your wife, a present for your husband, a present for your grandma. Get them a video, a cameo for me, the cameo king, Garrett Bellage. Check it out. Got some examples on there. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend.